All right, so like this is back in the day, I'm talking like on the cusp of smartphones, right? Where people still had flip phones and the only smartphone out was like an iPhone 3G. Um, Samsung was just making theirs. Uh, there was a company called Pixie that made the Palm Pixie. Um, that's what these, you know, so having a smartphone back then wasn't as prevalent as it was now. Um, so at this time, like I remember I had my sister bought me a Palm Pixie because it was cheaper than the Samsung or the iPhone. And I had just learned that, you know, you can play Amazon music on this phone and my radio and the truck I had had an aux cord. During my, during these days, man, like I was, I was basically like, I was dating a lot because I had a steady job. I had my own place, right? Um, I had a decent running car. That's technically you're a catch when you're in your twenties and you have that going on for you. Goddamn bachelor, bro. So. I basically I hit I hit a dry spell and I got bummed out because it was like the second Valentine's Day in a row uh, that I didn't have like a Valentine and it got to the point where my coworkers were joking joking around calling me Captain Rebound because I was just the rebound guy for a lot of these girls I always got dumped so they could go back to their shitty ex-boyfriend um, so I had this route up in Alachua and I used to deliver to a lot of chain stores now those listening that aren't from Florida um, Chain stores are basically like, it's like your Amico or Hess's or like in this case, these were called kangaroos. Um, I think they got bought up by Circle K. It is Circle K, yeah. Yeah, so like back then I delivered to like these three kangaroos in Alachua off the main road. I'd off the exit, I'll fix it. Like you head towards Fort White. Um, I forget, I think it's, shit man. Like 390? It was a bit of a drive. Um, so I go to my first kangaroo, you know, and, and, you know, and I used to wear my heart on my sleeve. You could easily tell was that I was like depressed all the time back in those days, you know, and, and so I went to my first stop, you know, the, the manager, she was like this really loving, caring lady. She was like, a she was, she could be like a mom to you if you let her. Um, she was like, you know, what's wrong with you? I'm like, oh, and I told her this girl dumped me, blah, blah, blah. I go to the next kangaroo. I deliver there. It's a dude. Don't even talk to him that much. He's like, hey, checks me in, put the shit away, I go stop. That's where this lady, um, the off, off fucking chance, because it is a small world. She's listening. I'm just gonna call her Lisa. Lisa was basically like, uh, what was it? Some guys I work with called them Fort White Valley Girls. Fort White is a small town right next to Alachua that is known for two things that's a subway and a dollar general oh boy all people do there is drink fuck get high get pregnant right so um so they called her a fort white valley girl so lisa was she was kind of, she was kind of attractive but not really the type of girl i dated at the time so she always used to hit on me and then like one day you know that day she you know, did her little flirtatious thing, except this time, instead of me just shaking my head and laughing and, you know, laughing like, oh, you're crazy, girl. I reciprocated because I was like, oh, you know, I could just fucking knock this one out like that. So get my confidence back. Yeah, back to the road. Yeah, yeah. You know, get back on my horse. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm do this, you know. So we're talking. She's with me in the cooler while I'm putting stuff away. She's the manager of this store. She follows me out to the truck and. And she's like, hey, we should go grab a drink sometime. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Give me your number. She gave me her number. I'm like, you know, I'll give you a call later. You can save my number, blah, blah, blah. And about to leave. 
And I just said, fuck it, what's the risk? So I lean in and we start making out. So, again, I'm in my 20s, I'm single. So my life is fucking chaotic. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing the next day until I wake up, right? So I don't talk to her at all. I don't call her or anything like that. The next week I go by there and she's like, you know, I go show up at a store. She's like, oh, hey, you know, you can call me. I'm like, yeah, my bad, dude. I just, you know, I just got caught up this weekend doing whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, okay, well, you know, you got to tell a girl you got to call her. You should call her. I'm like, okay, you can, you can chill the fuck out. Like getting a little weird on me. She's like, no, I, I don't mean to be weird. I don't mean to be weird. I'm like, okay, so deliver my product. She walks out with me at the time I smoked cigarettes. So we were, you know, we'd have a cigarette together. We made out. I go to the next door. I'm working at next door and I'm in the cooler. And then suddenly I hear, Hey, I turn around. She's in that cooler with me. Oh, okay. And I'm like, oh, hey, what, what's up? She's like, no, I just want uh, I was on my way home and I saw your truck. I just want to come in here and say hi. I'm like, okay, um, hi. Um, I'm kind of cornered because the way uh, some of these coolers are designed, it's a walkway with a wall at the end, right? And with shelves in there, you put your product in. Um, sometimes the place sells so much product, you don't have that wall. It's just a wall of product all around you. So I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm getting my shit together. Like, I, I got to go get paid. I'll, I'll see you later. And she tries to lean in for a kiss. I back up. I'm like, you know, chill. Don't, uh, you know, back up. And because I'm starting to feel uncomfortable, like I never had a girl pop up on me like this. Before. So I go ahead. I leave. I drive down. I knock on my next two stops. I go back to town. I go back into that because that neighborhood, I do the other side of town. So I go there and I was talking like I was struggling to get this girl that worked at this liquor store to want to hang out with me. Right? So finally I get her to to like, you know, she's like, yeah, yeah, we can hang out. I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, we're going to have so much fun. Blah, blah, blah. She walks me out to my truck and she we're doing a regular talking thing. The liquor store girl like puts her hand on my shoulder and I'm like across my chest as she leaves. And then as soon as she goes in the liquor store, this brown pickup truck just screeches right in front of me. And it's Lisa again. Oh, no. And she's like, what's going on? I'm like, hey, we'll, we'll, you want to watch yourself? You almost ran over my foot. She's like, I don't care about that. I I thought we were like, I'm like, dude, we like made out twice. Like, we don't have a label yet. And I'm like, and I'm going to be real with you. I'm not looking for a relationship. You live fucking far from where I'm at. She's like, well, I'll come out to you. I'm like, that ain't necessary. She's like, no, I'm so, okay. I'm sorry. I know this is coming across a little, little abrasive. I'm like, no shit. She's like, why don't you just do me a favor? Give me a call. We'll meet up and I'll buy you dinner or something. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. I got to go. So I go ahead and I freaking, I get in the truck. I go the next week. I do her side of town again. I do the first, the first kangaroo again, the motherly figure there. She's like, Hey, what's going on with Lisa? I'm like, what do you mean? What's going on with Lisa? She's like, she called me yesterday crying, saying the beer guy broke her heart. And she's like, I know for the fact the bud guy wants nothing to do with her because we all think he's gay. And that's not the term she used because back then things were different. So, and I was like, oh, well, look, we kind of like made out a couple of times. I, I'm just not ready to like be with her, you know? And I'm like, I thought it'd be like a quick confidence booster. And she's just like. Well, you need to make it clear because Lisa could get a little obsessive. I'm like, no shit. Because then I start telling her all she did. She's like, yeah, it looks like she's already there, Bubba. Did you sleep with her? I'm like, no. All we did was make out. I could see if I like threw some pipe in it. Yeah, I didn't. And she's like, well, you, you want to do something. 
I go to the next kangaroo, then I go to this lady's kangaroo. And there she is, and she's literally wiping her eyes. So I'm thinking, like, maybe she has something in there. And she checks me in, and she signs my invoice, and instead of just handing it to me, she, like, you know, when someone, like, hits you in the chest with a piece of paper or something like that, that's basically yeah. what she did. So I was like, okay, I guess we have an attitude. So I go into the I go into the beer cave. I'm working her product. She was in like, are you going to say anything to me? I'm like, about what? About that girl the other day. I'm like, right. She's a friend. And I don't need to give you an explanation about anything else. Like, you're not my girlfriend. I'm not your boyfriend. We are not a thing. And she's like, what are we then? I'm like, at the moment, a mistake. And she's like, so you, you don't you don't find me attractive? And I at this point, I was just so fed up with her shit. I was like, no, I don't. Not if you're going to behave like this. She's like, oh, well, then just give me a chance. I can adjust. I can change. And at this point, I'm hearing all this shit. And I start getting like that, you know, that knot in your stomach when you're really nervous, that little bit of anxiety. That's what I was getting in this cooler. And the whole time she's talking to me, like, I would try to, like, you know, if you're like talking to somebody face to face, you sometimes lean your head to the right to see if you see something behind him or something like that. Right. I would do that. She would track my movements. She would follow me to make sure I was still talking to her and only her. And I'm doing this because I'm trying to figure out what's the best way I could get out of here without having to physically ask her to move. And I was basically stuck in the spot I was in. And I started getting, I started, felt, I kind of felt like a cornered animal. I'm just like, Hey, you know, I need to go, Lisa. Like, you need to let me go do my next stop. Like, I can't afford to be behind today. This is the only early day of the week I got, and I got shit I got to do. She's like, oh, so you have free time on Wednesdays. I'm like, yes. And she's like, so you can call me then? I'm like, no, like, it's not going to happen. Like, this is, like, I don't think we need to be talking about this like this anymore. Like, this isn't a thing. She's like, no, 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 you don't understand. She's like, I worked here at this kangaroo for less than a year before I got promoted. Why? Because I wanted it. And you are something I want. And I get what I always want. Oh. I always get what I want. And I was like, okay, I'm not an item. I'm not Look. a possession. She's like, but you were willing to treat me like a piece of meat. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's at like, at that you... point, I would have dropped a box of blood on her foot so fast, <laughs> pushed her ass down, and hauled ass out of there. It was like, it was a back and forth. If I was like, okay, you know what, whatever. Like, maybe I'll call you, but you need to get the fuck out of my way because you're keeping me from doing my job. And she was like, okay, fine. So I go ahead, I walk out, go to the next stop. And I plow through the next stop. Like, I shortchange everything. I just, I'm in and out of there in like 15 minutes. I go to the next two stops and I'm tearing ass down the highway. I'm driving on the highway. I see her brown pickup truck. And she literally like drives up to me. And she's like flooring it to catch up to me. Because our trucks are governed, they don't. At the time, they didn't go over 60 miles, 60 miles an hour. And she she knew where I was going, so I just seen her fucking dipping in and out of traffic to come up. And she gets in front of me. She hits her hazards, and she's pointing like to the right, like pull over, pull over. And I'm like, I raise my hand, I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. She goes to pull over, and I just fucking keep going. And I'm like, I can't, you know, I'm not gonna outrun her. But if she follows me for five straight miles, I hit my odometer. I'm like, I'm gonna call the cops because this is fucking insane. So she doesn't follow me. I'm like, cool, get back to work, carry on like nothing's happening. I don't call her, right? Um, that Friday, I get pulled in the office by my boss. And he's like, hey, man, you got to say, I got to talk to you. I'm like, yeah, sure, what's up? He's like, um, 
uh, we got a call from a manager over at a kangaroo number, blah, blah, blah. Like, you do them on Wednesdays? I'm like, yeah. Well, what about it? And he's like, um, there's not a real policy on this, but if you're going to, and what was the term he used? Mingle. With Mingle. Accounts. He's like, I suggest you try your best to, to not give them the information to reach out to us in case they ever need to get a hold of you. I'm like, what are you talking about? Apparently, Lisa had called my job, and she was asking for me, asking for my phone number to reach me because it was a quote-unquote emergency about my mom. I got lucky because uh, the, the supervisor that answered the phone has met my mother and knew that she was full of shit. Um, so he's like, maybe you need to make it abruptly clear with this young lady that what you two have is non-existent, and she needs to stop reaching out for you through your job. And he goes, and if push comes to shove, man, I'll just put you on another fucking route. But like we can't have that type of behavior here. And I'm like, okay, I understand. So I go the next week. I go back there. On on Tuesdays, I have this. Uh, I have what I used to call my supermarket run. I had like a Hitchhawks. I had a Win Dixie, Win Dixie liquor, right? And I did them every Tuesday and Friday. And freaking, I stole my Hitchcocks. And I used to joke about it. I used to call it Batman Store because they always had like this fucking group of bats that would fly out of the roof every time I pull up because I hit the air brakes. And so I hop out of the truck. I look up at the bats I can normally do. I'm like, hey, I am the night, right? Because the Christian Bale <laughs> movies were popular. And I turn around and there's this girl, Lisa, standing there. But she's not in like her in her kangaroo uniform. She's wearing like these ratty ass like sweatpants with tears in them and shit, right? She's wearing a, a hoodie sweater, but the hoodie's down. And she had like this long hair and like this breeze hit it. And she kind of looked like... Um, uh, um, you ever see the movie uh, Malignant recently by James Wan? The character, the long hair, the way, way it's all wavy and shit. Like, that's what I was seeing. And she's like, hey, I'm like, hey, hey what's up? And she's like, I just want to come by and say hi. See, how are you doing? And she just jumps down and opening my bay doors and I'm pulling this order for Hitchcocks and she keeps and she starts telling me about her day and i'm not saying shit back i'm not saying i'm not even going uh-huh yeah okay yeah uh-huh yeah okay i'm not saying shit i'm just pulling my beer i'm like i can't talk to this girl right now I'm, I'm closing things up i go walk over you know the trailer like the way you unloaded your beer at these count at accounts these those days was you would drive out with like 50 cases of miller light for example so one bay door would have all 50 cases in there and you would pull from there for all the stops you had that day so you have to, these trailers that they put us with had like nine bay doors. So you open up every door to pull a lot of them, all the products you have in there for that account. So I close all the bay doors down. I lock it because I'm like, yo, this bitch is here, man. Like, I don't, she'll steal shit. Like, I don't, I don't fucking know her that well. And we go around to the passenger side and, you know, the receiving manager there sees me. He was like this nice old dude. He waves high. I wave high back. And I say in Spanish, you know, llama la policia, which means call the cops. And he looks at me, tilts his head, and I hear him just, I hear him go, Javier, hey, what doesn't? So then she's starting to be like, hey, look, so I just want to make per things perfectly great. She's like, I need to know what we are before, and if you can't come up with what we are, you don't want me to label us because that's never going to change after I give us that label. And I'm like, well, we're nothing. We're done. We never were anything to begin with. We made out twice. All right. I'm like, and you smoke Marlboro. So, you know, you taste nasty when you kiss somebody. At least with Newports, there's a little bit of fucking menthol, you know, mint in there. 
And she's like, this isn't the time for jokes. I'm like, I'm not joking. Like, I don't find you attractive. I don't think you you and I would be a good couple to begin with. A, you live too far. B, you're obviously very fucking possessive because you were quick to damn near run my foot over when you saw me talking to another woman. She's like, but you're with me. You shouldn't be talking to, to another woman. I'm like, look, I'll make this abruptly clear to you. Like, you need to leave me the fuck alone. Like, you can't, like, you are keeping me from doing my job. You keep, you, tr you damn near held me hostage at your store a while ago. And now you're calling my job saying there's a problem with my mom, that there's an emergency, that you need my phone number to tell me about it. And she's like, well, maybe if I don't hear what I want to hear, there is going to be an emergency with your mom. And I was like, are you threatening my fucking mother? She's like, no, but she's like, but don't think I won't hesitate to put two in your chest to protect myself. I'm like, you just fucking threaten to shoot me? Killer. And by killer. Then, oh my god. Right. That's my apologies. Kill her. Do it so, now. Remember the receiving guy went and got this guy Javier who works at the supermarket and I work with him when he helps me put up my beard. He comes out and he's like, Go back to your fucking apartment, bitch. No one wants you here. He's like going off on her. She's like, Fuck you, Javier. You don't know me. Blah, 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 blah. You know, and then they get they get into a huge like yelling contest, right? And she fucking leaves. She goes, fuck the two of you. And he looks at me and like, hey, man, you're good. And I'm telling him in Spanish, like, yo, like, this bitch said this. He's like, oh, man, yeah, man. Like, you're not dating her, are you? I'm like, no, dude. Like, I made out with her. He's like, you're lucky. He's like, I fucked her. Oh, my God. And I'm like, well, how bad did it get? And he lifts up his shirt, and she, like, fucking gashed him across the stomach a few times. He's got, like, these gnarly scars. And I'm like, she did that to you? He's like, yeah. I'm like, why? I cheated on her. Oh. I was like, bro, like, are you the reason she's acting like this? She's like, I don't know, but I guess she always had it in her, but he's like, you know, on occasion, she still calls me to fuck around and shit, man. It's crazy. And I'm like, wow. Okay. And I started telling him what she did and what she said. He's like, well, I would believe her, man. She probably would go crazy to try to find out where you live and probably kill your mom or you or somebody like yeah i would i would get the cops involved so i had to get the cops involved i had to get a restraining order filled they had to move my route um she tried to say i forced myself on her in the cooler when the footage security cam footage in um where that circle k showed otherwise the fact that the you had to go to court for this it was it was a horrifying thing so fast forward the clock i'm now doing the south run i'm in like brooksville bushnell webster right i made an oath don't fuck with girls on the route ever again the only time i fuck with any girls on any route was when we would do game days up in gainesville because college girls are hot you know and so i'm sitting there and i'm delivering to this place called um bevel's corner it's out in webster i believe it's called um it's just it's obviously it's what it is it's a four-way stop sign it has four different stores there that sell beer. So I was delivering all my product. And I go up to this one place that has this pickup truck. And I joked to myself, I'm like, that looks a lot like this crazy bitch from Alachua. And she opened, the door opens up and it is her. She has her back to me. And she's like, oh, I'll, I'll hold the door before your beer guy. I'll see you later. And she says the owner's name, whatever. She's like, here you go. And at this point, I knew it was her. So I, I pulled my little Miller Lite hat down really hard, right? And I was like, thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Sorry, my voice is real fucked up from this cold I had. He's like, it's okay, dude. You have a great day. I'm like, you too. I looked up. 
you know, you can see from the brim of your hat, you I looked up and I was just like, oh my god, it's fucking Lisa. And so the guy checks me at the store and I'm like, you know this girl that just left here? And he's like, Yeah, man, that's Lisa. Well, we 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 call her lustful Lisa. I'm like, why do you call her that? Well, she tends to get hung up on a guy and and uh you know. Let's just say uh, she's wearing an ankle bracelet for a reason nowadays. Stab some guy up in a lacho. Fucking shit, man. But yeah, that is my that is my true horror story there for Damn. That's like real. I literally feared for my life. I really did every day. That's weird because you have to like and that's so unfortunate because you can't uh, um and that's that's with anybody really right like you can't be casual with relationships or cavalier without fearing that shit like this could happen like that is yeah. fucking terrifying holy shit i'm like oof. did you I'm, ever hear huh? again no 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 i um as soon as that happened like i just was like I, I always, whenever I had to deliver to Bevel's Corner, I would literally always sit in a truck and make sure I wouldn't, you know, if I, you know, because her truck was one of those like redneck gutted ones, right? Where they fucking take out the catalytic converter altogether. So it's loud. So I would be unloading beer and there, there was a few times I would hear that. And I'm just like, I jump right back into the truck and wait. Well, here, here's the thing, right? Like, oh shit, I lost the fucking thought. Whole fuck. Um, it's. Mm. Take your time. We'll get it in post. We'll get it in post. God, we'll get it in post. Fuck it. <laughs> um, fuck. What was the thought? Because that's fucking terrifying. I, I can't. Because. Okay. Continue what you were saying. I'll think about it. If my I mean, brain potatoes, like, fuck it. Like, I'm, I'm not too insensitive. I know that I may have let her on a bit because I was being selfish. I was, you know, at the time I was bummed out, man. It's another Valentine's Day without a Valentine. You know what I mean? Um, I just wanted attention, but I had no clue that it would escalate this fast with her. And like, even like at that time, like I would, I would sit there and I tell myself like, what would happen if I, what if I did sleep with her? You know, like, what if I did bring her home? Like what, what, what kind of shit would I be inviting into my house if things didn't go like her way? Well, dude, that, that's what I'm hoping. Like, I'm hoping that like, I don't, I don't believe that she did just because people are people. Um, but I do, I do hope she found help of some fucking kind. I hope so too. Like that's um, fucking wild. And, and the only reason why like we talked in the first place was cause like, uh, in my earlier twenties, when I was like 20, 21, I, I entered a full blown, I was like the other man in a relationship. I dated this girl that she told me she was married. I knew full well, she was married to this guy and we dated for like six months, man, you know? And after that, like, and you know, I got, I got worried to get my ass kicked by some fucking old redneck dude here in town, but that wasn't a big deal, you know? So it's like the reason why she started talking to me she would be like yeah so my husband and i just split up or i just signed divorce papers blah 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 i'm like oh cool. and, and my stupid ass this was like way before all this shit so i'm like oh we could flirt now and i won't feel bad because you know i'm not a piece of shit turns out i kind of was because i tried to holler at her when i was um, down in the dumps and i knew that 
she was, you know, that she was always trying to make a move on me. I just thought this time I'll just be reciprocal to her, you know, to her advances. But I hope she's gotten help. I hope she has a great life, you know. Um, totally glad this is one of the cases of a girl I spoke to that I never slept with. I can only imagine how much this shit would have escalated. Nuts. Oh. All, All right. right. So, um, sorry. Go ahead. I was just about to say, first and foremost, I'm glad that you're okay. Holy yeah. shit. And yeah, um, I'm glad you did not dip your pen in the company ink. That would have sucked. It, it, it was just so weird because I was on like a, I mean, I was upset because I was single on Valentine's Day. But it never bothered me when I like, I meet a girl and like, hey, let's go out. Hey, I'm dumping you to get back with my boyfriend. I'd be sad for like maybe a few hours that day. But then I'm back on, you know, this is MySpace days, right? So I'm back on MySpace looking up single girls in my within my area code. So it wasn't like a big deal. But this shit, like, you know, this this had me like, I swore off women for damn near a year after that shit happened. Like I wasn't, I was no longer like going out anywhere. If I did game day, when game day started again, I, I was just coming down from all that anxiety and shit. And I started kind of feeling like my old self, but I was just like, fuck, man. Like, what if the, the what ifs drive me crazy, drove, drove me crazy back then? No, I, I mean, no. oh, go ahead, in your George. Head. No, that's yeah. right. cool. No, you, all you, you were talking first, man. No, that's it. That's all I had. Um, yeah, man. I, I, <laughs> I would, um, I chalked it up. I would I would still be paranoid. I'm 26 now, so I'm, but I'm I'm happily married, thank God, so I don't have to worry about shit like that. But had that happened to me, um, I take I take shit I take shit pretty personally sometimes. Yeah. So like so, that shit would have that shit would have really affected me. Well, like I would have I would have been in my house alone forever. Well, <laughs> just in case anyone's listening and made it this far, thank you. Uh, and then if you're thinking, well, that wasn't really paranormal or, or, or whatever, or scary or creepy. Yeah. Unless you're in Oscar's shoes, that shit is nuts. It doesn't have to be spooky. It doesn't have to have an element of like, you know, paranormal or anything like, you know, weird. It's, it's bone chilling. The fact that you probably got close to being seriously hurt. Yeah. Well, it's the idea of the stalker. I mean, it it's real life horror. Right. It's, it's a real version of, you know, what you see in the movies. Because in the movies, everything is grabbed and sinks into a degree. This is real life. You almost died. Like, I don't know. For all you know, she had a knife on her. You almost would have got shot, uh, stabbed, it, you know, right in front of Winn-Dixie. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I totally fucking forgot. All right. So. It's funny though, because like after all this happened, I would, you know, um, before they moved my route, I went to Windexy Liquor the last time, and uh, the girl that I was trying to holler at there, she's like, "Hey, are you all right? You've been like really weird every time you come deliver for like the last couple of weeks." And I explained to her what happened. She's like, "Oh shit!" And then, and and, to, and this is my one, my one thing that. Like, you know, again, I was in my 20s at this time. I'm, I'm 42. When this happened, I still question to this day, what if I would have said yes? Because she was like, you still want to hang out? Like, I could help you forget about all that. And I was like, no, I'm good. Ah, I'm fine. Yeah, Thank you. <laughs> I had been through my fair share of that. I was like, no, I'm good. 
<laughs> like, all right, yeah, you do. Just right, tips so... hat. I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah.